0: Do you want more behind the scenes photos? Yeah. How about full uncensored access? Oh yeah. Maybe you just want the full VIP treatment? (laughs) Well, for as little as $1, you can become a loyal Patreon of mine at patreon.com forward slash trinitythetuck and enjoy behind the scenes photos videos, and tons more content before everyone else. Plus, there's exclusive merch. Check it out today. Mmm. Welcome back to work. I'm Trinity The Tuck, and today's guest is a world-famous re-impersonator, Obscenity. This episode, we're talking about Sex Talk 101, Drag Race Rundown, Pageant Talk, and more. Hi guys, welcome back to work. I am super excited. I am in Birmingham, Alabama, where I'm originally from for New Year's Eve and i um, hanging out with my very best friend and that is going to be the guest for today. His name is Billy, also known as Obscenity, also known as Reba. Hey! Hi! I'm so excited to do this with you today. I'm excited,
1: bestie. I know. <laughs> so, um... People get to see what it's like, uh... The re- I want to get the real trinity out of this in our conversation, just so you know.
0: Oh my god. So, I really wish... This is one of the things that I wish you were always with me because... You and I would have the funnest time doing these podcasts all the time together.
1: You need a co-host.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> what well, I, I normally Roxy and, and Ginger do sometimes with me, but um, we just have such a, a, a like a history that there's no like filter with us. Yeah. And like you, you um, we can't hide anything from each other because we know everything. From oh, each other. everything. <laughs> oh, too much stuff. <laughs> so, um, for those who don't know who you are. Uh, they can find you on all your social platforms at what? Confessing Sin on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah, all of them. Confessing Sin. Mm-hmm. And you are uh, a world-renowned Reba impersonator, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll get into later on. A uh, world-renowned uh slut they can find your phone number on uh bathroom walls from truck stop from oh, california to new york coast to, coast. <laughs> coast to coast. <laughs> um so send nudes airport road bathrooms to don't forget <laughs> everything
1: she's traveled the world
0: um so i mean i know how we met but why don't you tell the listeners uh, how we met.
1: So you had just started doing drag in Birmingham and um, I... A million years ago. A million years ago. And I was going out to drag shows and I traveled with drag queens and did stuff for them but I was like a backstage person. So I never, like, I was too scared and shy to go try to do drag. But the first time I did it was for a joke um, for someone's birthday. I ended up being your drag mother, Jordan Kennedy. Yeah. Um, We were already friends um, before I think before y'all met. And so I did drag as a joke for his birthday. And that's when I met you, I think, for really like met you the first time. And then basically you pushing me into continue doing drag built our friendship.
0: Yeah. But at first you
1: didn't like me. No, oh no, I thought you were a bitch. Yeah, well, I, well, <laughs> <laughs> but I just, but I had to learn that you're just a very honest and direct person, and it took me <laughs> a little bit to, to figure that It took you a while. <laughs> I remember. So, um... Because I'm not, like, I'm total, like... We are
0: opposites on, which is um, we very odd au- that we're friends. Mm-hmm. Like, we are opposites on a lot of things. Like, not not necessarily our views, but, like, just our personalities. Yeah, our personalities are, are very different. Are very different. Yeah. And, um, we, it, we kind of, you know, you're, you're my...
1: Sister and my brother, basically, so we have a fight like oh yeah. and well, we disagree, but we've never we've never fought. We we've had disagreements, but we can respect each other and discuss it and get past it. Right. I've always uh, that's what I've always loved and respected about your friendship,
0: even though you're very emotional. Oh god,
1: very <laughs> <they're> emotional, <laughs> and, and you're not. You're like you have a, no emotions. Yeah, I know. You're like,
0: <laughs> you're like a lesbian. Um, <laughs> so um, so we started drag, uh, relatively at the same time. Yeah. In two thousand three, yep, and uh, I think in you started what
1: March, and I started in October. Yeah, so yeah. it was like
0: right, right yeah. there, mm-hmm. and um, we started doing the baddest bitch contest together. Or I did. You, yeah, you, I only you, did it. You, twice. you only did
1: it very few times. Yeah, I did it twice. Yeah, the first time, and then the time that you and I did the duet together. This is where I'm there.
0: telling you your whoredom came in because mm-hmm. you probably were on your knee somewhere, uh, blowing someone to get work. Because you you advanced in that department faster
1: than I did. You well, getting- it's because I was so talented and I just, <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I didn't need much development. <laughs> I, I, I'm talented on your knees.
0: So, um, that's a long <laughs> running joke with us. Um, so, we started out drag in Birmingham together mm-hmm. and it just has developed over the years for what, now going on 17 years. Yeah. This year oh just, God, in yeah. 2020. Yeah, we just
1: turned we just turned sweet sixteen this past year. Yeah, that's a Trinity obscenity. My God! So we
0: have so <laughs> many stories. So t- today we're gonna go over some of the stories. Not not even. There's gonna have to be like a part two and a part three. I'm gonna get to tell the story about you locking a, me out of my own apartment. Oh God. Okay. Well, only if right? you let me defend that because <laughs> I already know what you're gonna say and it's a lot. <laughs> but um, so last night. I got in yesterday, and we decided that we were going to hang out and mm-hmm. go play pool. I, I brainwashed you into you going. You wanted to go play
1: pool. I know, and
0: you were like not against. You were so mm-hmm. against it. But I love
1: balls and sticks. But my different <laughs> definition of playing with them, it, like it's yeah, very different.
0: I, very different. That's the wrong Total balls and game. sticks and holes. for you. But, um, you can do it in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you have. Um, so it was a fun. It was fun. It ended up being fun. Yeah, it was a fun night. It was fun. You were horrible. I was horrible. We have realized that, but we won a game. We did win a game. Because we did. Well, win you a game. won a game.
1: Well, you got all the balls in. I got the eight ball in.
0: Yeah, but you didn't. You didn't even get it in the right one. You called it on the, office. Oh, no, I no, was the opposite. One, didn't did it. In the <laughs> <office>. <laughs> I
1: forgot about that.
0: Oh my gosh! So if you were on my um, Instagram live last night, you got to see that. But <laughs> I forgot fun. I did that. I know it's crazy. Um, I want to jump ahead many years to when I got like right after I got off. off out of season nine mm-hmm. and started to travel and I needed someone to help me in Florida because I had I moved to Florida yeah. and I asked you to move, uplift your entire life and move <laughs> selfishly to, <laughs> no, but you can say that, but to, to move to, to Florida to help me because I
1: really needed help because I yeah. had fucking kids. Yeah. I had so many dogs. Yeah. And I was like, please help me. So here's the thing. I know how you are. And you will meet people sometimes and you are very trusting at first. And you, uh, I don't, I've seen people use other people and I know how you are. And I knew that you didn't have a lot of like, close friends down there too. And there's nothing in the world I wouldn't do for my sister. Um, so when you gave me that, I, you gave me an opportunity as well. Like, I'm, I need to stop. Uh, you gave me an opportunity as well. Like to help me out, like financially, like you know, I'd worked for you. I didn't have to have a full time job during the week, and I could do go and travel and do drag when I wanted to. So you, we both—it was a favor to both of us. But
0: I don't think you knew what you were getting yourself. into. Oh no, I
1: did not know what I was getting myself into at all. Like I thought it would be one thing, but it was—it was literally a full time job. It was care of those dogs. Yeah, because you left me with a (laughs) baby puppy. I know! A okay. brand new baby puppy. And I was never not part of the deal. And I had never raised a puppy. I'm a cat person.
0: <laughs> I know. If you're a cat person. Well, that wasn't part of the deal and I was like, uh, we got a dog. And you were like, what? <laughs> a brand new dog. Uh, no, but what, that ended up being your favorite dog. Oh my god, he's
1: my angel. I miss him so much. Little Ludo. Mm-hmm. He's not so little anymore. Oh my god, that little monster. He kind of looks like you though with all the, all the roles. <gasps> <Shit. laughs> I think your face. Uh What? <laughs>
0: I'm just kidding. Um, but so um but there was an incident. We after oh, a while so me and Leo had gotten together. This is after you had moved there. And I'm
1: just getting to know Leo.
0: And you're just getting to know and Leo. And I'm like Yeah, it was So you're inundated with dogs. So when you moved down to Florida, there was three dogs. There was Maggie, Emily, and Snooky. Mm-hmm. Then I got with Leo and when he would travel with me, he would bring his dog yeah. So that was Gizmo. So that's that's four dogs. Okay. Then we surprised you with getting a baby puppy, <laughs> which was Ludo. So that's five dogs. And
1: it, you were very gracious <laughs> to take on all. Of well, one day, what?
0: Uh, um, tell the no, story. You guys,
1: you guys were on vacation in Hawaii. I think you might have been working down there too. We got to connect for a couple of days. And I think it was one of the. First times I had, Le- like, Gizmo for several days at a time. Gizmo's, and Leo's dog. Yeah, Gizmo's Leo's dog. And he, Gizmo's kind of a loner. Like, he would always, like, you know, the other dogs would all be surrounded around me. Gizmo would kind of go off and do his own thing. Well, I didn't notice it when all the dogs were coming inside after I'd walk- taken him out for a walk. Gizmo backed out of the group and stayed outside, and I didn't notice it. He was gone, f- like, until, at night, I'm like, 30 minutes later. I was like, where's Gizmo? I couldn't find him. He had gotten loose and gotten out in the apartment complex. I was going door to door at every apartment with a picture of your dog on my phone. In the middle of the summer, sweating like crazy, nervous, panicking. Called you in Hawaii. Like, it was the last thing I, I did, did. wanted to do was call, but I knew I had to. Um, Leo was in tears. Leo was in tears in the bathroom. I'm crying <laughs> by this point because I've upset Leo. I'm thinking, oh my gosh. Luckily he had gizmo chipped, right? And yeah, they called you chip. or they yeah. called him. Um. They called me. So, oh. so on our <laughs> end, we're in Hawaii. This was
0: like, and then, this
1: was just like a four hour time period. Uh, yes. Yeah. Like it was like a four hours. All and this together. is in the middle of the trip. Like we, yeah. it's
0: not just an easy flight home. Like, no, you have to fly <laughs> to LA and then fly across the country. Yeah. So, um, we are
1: in, we, I'm okay. calling all of our friends in Orlando. Like they're all out looking, driving around, oh like for me. Like, well, you, you would call me and you were like, look,
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. You were in tears and you were like, Gizmo is missing. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh my God, how, what in the hell? How did yeah. this happen? And so I break the news to Leo and he's like in tears because that's his baby. Yeah. And they'd been through so much together. Well, luckily, like you said, uh, we had him chipped and some lady in our complex had picked him up. Yeah, and taken him
1: to animal, animal control. Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: And they had... Called us,
1: yeah. I went Uh, and met them and got him. Um, Gizmo is a sneaker. Oh, he because what made me feel what relieved me of it the guilt of it completely was when it happened to you. It happened right after that.
0: Right after, yeah.
1: He he did it to you. He
0: yes. So so,
1: he is quick. Uh He will
0: jump out of um, a doorway or or like you said, he back (laughs) up. with a quickness you have yeah. to watch him. And um it happened to me right after. <laughs> and so I'm freaking out. Well, luckily our neighbor below us had him. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Oh, that I little think couple. She was tra- yeah, but they weren't that cute. Uh, that old cute. lady was trying to steal him. Like, <laughs> Probably. Seriously. They were <laughs> So, um we found him, but after that there was no like that little bitch.
1: I made sure he was in the door. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, after that it was not. He was never out of my sight.
0: Never. Now we live in a house with uh, it's gated and uh, a backyard, and he can't sneak out anywhere. But
1: yeah, he does. Like he's uh, a stinker. Speaking of your house, let me just tell the story about what else you did to me while I lived in Florida. Okay. Oh God, what? I, you know, like I got to Orlando. I, did, you could tell immediately I wasn't happy there. I didn't, oh yeah, like you, after like you six months. It. After six months, I was like, I just don't like living in Florida. But then you got the call to go to All, and all Stars. Uh, and so I was like, I postponed my leaving oh Florida until you got back. Uh-huh. But <laughs> your lease was up at your condo oh and you had to move. And so you rented a house. Your ass leaves to go film All Stars and I have to pack up the entire condo. Your stuff, my stuff, your drag, my drag, everything. Pack it. Get the movers come, get it moved, and then unpack it so that when you come back... From filming All Stars, you have a home, and it's not boxes. Uh It w- that was, insane. and then I moved, so I was in boxes for a month, waiting for you to get back, and then I left, <laughs> come uh, back to Alabama. As soon as
0: I moved, as soon as I you got back. back on Monday, I left Friday.
1: Yeah, yeah, it
0: was crazy. <laughs> it was, cr- and I was worried about that the entire time <clears throat> I was at
1: All Stars because you were having to do it all. <laughs> it was oh my gosh i had to get that i didn't realize because in alabama or in birmingham at least we have like one power company one water company everything else. but in florida they have like different power companies and different water companies and where you move where we moved you to um it was a different power company and different water company and we had to have your social security number and driver's license all this stuff to get it turned on and we you were filming all stars so leo and i leo and i had to like dig through like documents and stuff to get your information so that I could call and pretend to be you to get your utilities turned on
0: well you'll never be
1: me <laughs> <laughs> no um so
0: I remember going into all stars telling them the the producers and stuff I'm like look I'm moving I'm having to move in the middle of filming like there's no yeah. option yeah. you're gonna have to let me talk to uh, the people that are taking care of this, so yeah. that's why I I, I was you able to, to send me money. I or... was able to talk to you and Leo like every other day. Yeah. I mean, it, it was supervised and it was like a very short amount of time, but at least I got to do that. Versus yeah. like season nine, I didn't get to talk to y'all at all.
1: Yeah,
0: and um so at least I, that that got me to to be able to. Guess, to you
1: have no idea how much a relief those calls were. To be able to have that moment where I can say, okay, well, we got to do this, 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 you know, like, yeah. You, oh my god, that was such a relief. <laughs> even with,
0: even with somebody, ha- and it was an unexpected relief because
1: I didn't think that you would be able to do that. I
0: know. So, well, I didn't think I was going to be able yeah. to. Uh, luckily, they did. But, <laughs> so let's get into um, something that you're really well known for now. Um, but, Sex? Well, <laughs> yes. That, um, no. no, that comes later. That's, <laughs> that's a, an adult conversation. So if there's younger viewers and a little bit listeners. In a little bit. Cover your ears. Yeah, you're going to have to cover your ears. Um, so, how did you get involved with becoming
1: what people know you as as Reba? A Reba impersonator? So, I've always been a fan of Reba McIntyre. I've been a fan of her since I was like five years old. Um, the first time I saw her in concert when I was nine. Um, and I think I saw her about seven or eight times throughout my childhood. What I saw as an entertainer was reba mcintyre like that's how what i learned Have like her shows in the 90s with the dancers and costume changes and stuff that's what i thought of entertainment and so um when i started doing drag like you know i would do Reba song but i never thought i could look anything like her because i just because you like don't <laughs> i really don't you don't i think we can pass as though. Well, i'll show you a picture <laughs> I'm kidding. um but and then you know like in 2006 i've been in drag for like three years and i got my lips done so, you know, I used to have really, really thin lips and stuff. And um, I got my lips and so my lips were huge. And then, so I was like, well, I definitely can't do Reba now. But you actually always told me whenever I would do Reba songs, like especially Fancy, you would like, you act like her on stage when you're doing her. It's like, you, you would always you say, yeah. you said, you've got to figure out a way to do her as a character. Well, you know, I'm not a makeup artist. I've never considered myself a makeup artist. Um, I know how to paint my face and that's what I know how to do. Right. So, um, I never really played around with changing my makeup too much. And then I worked with Tasha, our good friend, Tasha Long. Uh-huh. Um, the first time I ever worked with her and saw her do her Dion Warwick and how she changed her facial expression. And I'd never thought to change my facial expression to try to look more like a character. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that's what inspired. And then, and, and just right after that, I saw Reba in concert for the first time. It had been a few years since I seen her in concert. And I just got really inspired And so I went home and, like, dug out some wigs and put this wig together and went to the bar and was sitting there putting my makeup on. And, like, I do do my lips differently and um, painted my eyes a different way than I'd ever painted them. And I was sitting there making faces in the mirror. And this other uh, Birmingham queen, uh, Sierra Simone Campbell, who lives here, was sitting uh, in her station behind me. And she could see me in her mirror. And she was laughing at me. But then when I made that, my Reba face, I made it. And the first time she goes, she like literally stops. She goes, do it again. She goes, do that. Do that face again. Put your wig on. Put your wig on. Make that face again. And I was like, I looked in the mirror. I was like, oh no. Oh wow. Yeah. This, so I'll never forget the first time I walked on stage as Reba, as a character. And all of my friends, they didn't know whether to be shocked or to laugh. Like they didn't know what to do. And it was like, I thought, oh wow, this is. I finally found something. <laughs> <You> found something. <laughs> it's gonna take him. I'm gonna be around in a minute. Yeah. There, so yeah, yeah, it was.
0: Well, you also. So you're. We're fortunate that we've been surrounded by a lot of amazing entertainers. Yeah. Like you had mentioned, Tasha Long, mm-hmm. who um, is this trans drag queen who now lives in Orlando. Mm-hmm. She's originally from Birmingham, from Birmingham Alabama. Birmingham. And she's a legend. And she's a, a legend. lot of legends
1: have come out of Birmingham. Yes. I mean, yes. Um, a pageant legend, mm-hmm. uh,
0: show legend. She does so many characters. Oh,
1: her illusions her are great. Amazing. Her, her, what I love about her is her mannerisms. She gets the mannerisms. And I think that's so important when you do a character. I don't feel like I look so much like Reba. I'm very, you know, I'm very critical of myself. You know how I am. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm very confident in my mannerisms. And I think I you look enough
0: like her. You're accurate with her yeah. costuming and hair and you are her as you embody her as far as It's your, the mannerisms. Your mannerisms. Is that for, yeah. Yeah. But, um, you, you also, didn't you learn some makeup tricks from another well-known Reba impersonator? Uh, Cody?
1: No, I didn't. Well, I didn't meet Cody Collins. Um... Until years later, and I had been doing Reba for a little while, and it wasn't so much like I didn't get to talk to her about him, but I paid attention because mm-hmm. Cody Collins, you know, toured with Reba yeah. in the '90s and stuff, and they, you know, they, they know each other very well. Um, so yeah, I I paid attention to Cody Collins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because she's also another big legend with with. Oh illusions. my gosh!
1: The first time I saw Cody Collins, I was doing a benefit show in Nashville, and this is actually my first time performing in Nashville. Um, it was for Deception's benefit show when Deception had um, uh, leukemia. Was it leukemia? She had cancer. You know, she was in the hospital. So um, we had a benefit show, and I drove up to do the show while well, I had just started doing Reba as a character. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get to do Reba in Nashville. Well, turn to my music, and in walks Cody Collins. So they came to me, and they were like, well, Cody Collins is here. Can you change your number? So I was like, of course, can I meet Cody Collins? Yeah. You know, like, I just want to meet Cody Collins. Yeah. And so I was, and I had not met Reba at this time, you know, I had not met Reba yet. So I was. Starstruck when I walked up and like was sitting next to Cody Collins. I was like, "Oh my god, I feel like I'm sitting next to Reba."
0: Yeah, and that's how we we've all been like with with meeting these legends with like, like fortunate enough to travel before yeah. Drag Race and um, before that was even a thing, doing pageants and stuff like that, and meeting you know Erica Andrews and mm-hmm. um, anyway, like we've gotten to meet a lot of legends over the years. Yeah, and um,
1: that's always inspired. Me and my drag, too. Well, that's one thing that so when I started doing drag, I always like paid attention when I got to work with those people that have done so much. I was like, I would absorb everything I could from that person when I met them just because I wanted to learn.
0: Well, you um also got called out in a good way by Reba herself, like, yeah, she paid attention to you. Well,
1: so when I moved to Nashville she i was started working at play and i was of course doing reba that's what they wanted me to do and um they you know word got started getting around town because nashville's not a big city i mean it's a big city but it's a, still a small city at the same time it's it's growing mm-hmm. so um and the country music stars there i mean they're just like everywhere you see them all over the place i ran into kelly clarkson at joe's fabrics you know like it's that kind of thing there um so she started hearing about me and like her her one of her gay besties started following me on Instagram and then um, people from her management team started following me on Instagram and Twitter and stuff. And her management team came out to see me perform. One of her best friends came to see me and they were sending her videos and stuff like that. And so she kept hearing about me. Mm -hmm. And then um, I finally got to meet her the first time. I'm one of um, the guys from her team and I became friends and um, he was, he and his partner had just bought a new home and I got invited to their housewarming party well, I didn't even think if she would even be there or not. I didn't... It wasn't even thought. I was like, oh, this will be fun. Because I was still new to Nashville and I was still getting to know people. Right. And so I went to that and um, I think I'd been there for about an hour and I turned around and she had just walked in the room and it was just like, oh my God, she is right there. This is... I'm 30-whatever years old at that time. Been a fan of her since I was five. And there she was in the same room as me.
0: Yeah. Just it, just a casual... Yeah. at a, at a party. like, like yeah. Just like
1: a little housewarming party. A gathering of people. And she walked around and, you know, said hello to people she knew. And she shook my hand and said, hi, how are you? And I by and, you know, and I saw her her gay bestie, the one that had been following me on Instagram. And he had commented on a few things we, you know, messaged, I think. And um, this, that was our first time meeting as well. And so um, uh, whenever everyone spoke to him, and he's like, have you met Reba? I was like, well, I just had hey to her a second ago, but that's it. And he goes, oh, well, you'll meet her in a little bit. So later on at the party, I'm out on this patio, out on their patio, and uh, I'm in a group of people and I'm talking to um It's mostly guys that I knew and then her, Reba's assistant, uh, this girl was uh, in the group. Reba was on the patio too, but in the, like, on the other side. And her assistant had just asked me, or just said, you look very familiar. Have we met before? And I was about to answer, I felt something on my shoulder. And I look over and Reba McIntyre is standing behind me with her chin on my shoulder. And she looks at her assistant and she goes, do you see the resemblance? <laughs> and I, you know me I had to think quick like I looked at her assistant and her assistant was looking at me and cause she literally just asked me you look familiar do I know you and I said what if I smile like this and I did my Reba smile and well that made her look even more confused because then she was like what the hell and so I looked over at Reba and I was like I think I need my makeup on and Reba said I always need my makeup on and that is how I met Reba McIntyre we literally she talked to me for about 15 minutes so down to earth like told me about story about getting, she's uh, she drinks bourbon and I bought her a bottle of her favorite uh, bourbon and sent it to her. And that's how I met her assistant. That's how she actually knew me. Um, and I was talking about her. I love tequila. And she goes, "Oh." She told me a story about her alter ego that she becomes when she's on tequila. Oh God! And it's it was a really funny story. And um, so yeah, she was just so so cool. And it was, it was my favorite part was the what was so cute to me was I'm sitting there talking to her, trying not to freak out on the inside. Um, all my friends commented later, like, what a great actor I am, because they were like, you were so cool and calm. Uh-huh. Um, but on the inside, I was like, literally freaking out. So, but anyway, she was sitting there, and we're talking, and she keeps, she's looking at me in the eyes, but she keeps looking at my head. I'm bald, by the way. <laughs> so she, She's looking at me in the eyes, and she keeps looking at my head, and she looks, and she finally, she goes, how do you, she interrupts me mid-sentence, she goes, how do you keep your wigs on? <laughs>
0: Well, um, you've met her several times since then, and then when you left Nashville to yeah. come uh, back to Birmingham, um, she sent you a
1: special. Surprise. Yeah, so that was a so. So I was on the Nashville Pride Board. Um, I was like like an honorary member. I headed uh, up their pageant or organized their pageant for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and their pageant was in June, and I left July first, I think, or July second, or whatever to come to Orlando. Um, so they wanted to do something special. Mm-hmm. So the president of the Pride Board was really good friends with my friend that works for Reba. And um, he asked him if, you know, Reba would do something for me as a surprise for my going away. And um, she said yes. So um, they filmed it I, in April. I found out, but I didn't get it until June. But I saw her. The last time I saw her and met, like, met with her was three days after she filmed the video. Oh. Um, and it was at uh, Justin's wedding. The guy that works for her, he was at his wedding, which I got to go to. And it was one of the most beautiful weddings I've ever been to. Um, she actually walked the groom's down the aisle because neither of their families would come to do it, oh, so wow. she walked the groom's down the aisle. Um, talk about an amazing experience for a fan to get to do for like you know someone they admire, and then she sang a song at the reception too. Oh my god! Yeah, it was really cool. So she mm-hmm. was leaving, and I thought, well, I'm leaving in a couple of weeks. I've only gotten one picture with her. I'm going to ask her if I can get a picture because um, I've always like when I've met her around her, I've tried not to be a crazy fan. You know, like I am, um, even though I am a fan, I try to stroll be respectful and not be that right you know mm-hmm. so like the first time i met we didn't even get a picture so yeah. um she was walking out i walked out and i was gonna ask her for a picture some guys intercepted me basically and got to her first and so it was raining i was like not gonna bother her i just walked away well i'm talking to a friend of mine and i hear someone yell billy and i turn around and it was her and she goes did you want a picture and i was like oh it's raining you're fine you know it's fine she goes no come on i'm right here come on like, literally, I'm right here. Come on. Aww. And so, we took another picture together. And it was just, she's so sweet like that. That's amazing. So, then she did the video for me. Um, and they surprised me with it at the pageant. And um, it was basically just wishing me luck. And she made a cute little joke at the end about wanting some makeup tips. And it was really sweet. It was like, I still, if I'm having a bad day, I pull up the video and just watch it. And it makes me... Feels so much better. Like I mean, like,
0: I've seen the video. It's 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 so special. Like yeah, like nobody can really. And this is before cameo became a thing. Yeah, like, like that. Nobody can say that they have that.
1: Mm-mm. It's it's
0: it's like, it's really cool.
1: If we're to say my drag name too, in that too, like it was like, hey obscenity, it's Reba McIntyre. Like it was
0: like she knows who you are. Yeah, like that. Yeah. that's incredible. That's
1: and so like you know her like I've I've like replicated her photos before, um, like from a photo shoot and. Got a comment, uh, you know, Reba loved the photo, but she called you out for the shoes not being the same. Like, she's cute like that. Not being, you know, she's not eating, being bitchy. She's even funny. Yeah. You know, like, she's real playful. I love that. Um, the first time I did her 90s look, um, she was on vacation with Shane, her, her friend, her best friend. They were on vacation together. And the, when I posted the picture on Instagram and got a comment, love the 90s look, but the hair needs to be bigger and longer. So, like, I went out, bought another wig and added to it, you know, like that's
0: great. You know, I love it. I get that. Amazing to get like that, that, those, that, that, um, encouragement and even like suggestions. Like, yeah,
1: the fact that she likes it and you like, yeah, she's like,
0: I I love that you're doing that. Yeah. But here's what will make it even more often. Yeah. That's cool. She saw a
1: video of me one time and, um, she, I was like playing, I was just like taking in money. Like, like I wasn't even performing. I was just taking money and it was, you know, how it is sometimes like when you're doing that. And she goes, Where's my cut? Like she's really funny, <laughs> yeah. You
0: know, like she's real cute and quick like that. that. Yeah. I love that. Well, um, so the next artist who is also you have two. You have Reba, and then you have this next artist who mm-hmm. is like you are obsessed with, and like for good reasons because they've inspired you for many other
1: things. Um, tell us who that is. Tina Turner. Oh my gosh. So I became a Tina Turner fan when I was 13. When I'm growing up as a kid, I was into country music. That's all I listened to. Right. Um, and i I think I've told you about my childhood before, you know, like my mom's second husband was kind of verbally abusive to me. Like he wasn't, a, he was just mean, um, and going through puberty, figuring out I was gay. Like I was having a really rough time in my life and, um, I was very depressed and everything. And one day I was watching a TV and it's, it's weird because, you know, I, I don't, I have a worst memory ever, but this is one of those things from when I was 13, I remember this memory so vividly that I can still see it. I'm watching TV with my mom. I've been really depressed, crying all the time for no reason, hating my life. And um, there was a music video came on for Tina Turner's song, I Don't Want to Fight No More. It was for the movie of her life. It had just come out. Mm-hmm. And at the first time, I remember like paying attention to the lyrics of the song. And there's a line in the song. She says, it seems to be that lately you look at me the wrong way and I start to cry. Could it be that maybe this crazy situation is the reason why? I don't care who's wrong right? I don't want to fight no more. And I don't know what it was. Ryan, I can't explain How, but something clicked inside of me and I was like, I don't want to be unhappy. I don't want to be miserable. Like I've got to figure something out. Right. And so I saw her movie. I read her autobiography and her story of how she just, I learned from her that life is what you make it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is the biggest lesson I've learned from her of like, is that life is what you make it. If there's something in your life that's bringing you down, that is making you unhappy, then you have to get rid of it and you have to get past it. And don't dwell on it. Learn from it and keep going. And that is how she inspired me. One of my
0: favorite memories, and it's a funny memory for oh, me, gosh. of of you, of us, yeah, is that when we first started drag and we were doing pageant. <laughs> okay, let me let me paint a picture of obscenity for those who haven't researched obscenity yet. Obscenity is uh, the widest
1: white <laughs> whitest white person they tell ever. me to find the beat i've yet to find this beat i mean you is. you found many beats <laughs> it's
0: never with the music and, and, and like um you are just you are a white girl through yeah. and through and uh, a country white girl so picture the co- most countryest white girl deciding i'm going to do tina turner as a character
1: yeah as a character, because I felt I knew those dance steps, um, I you, knew you, I knew. And, and this is before Reba. Uh, yeah, yeah, this, this is, is a, way before Reba. Yeah. So um, you—that's decided... That's so funny. I never realized that I did Tina. Turner. I tried to do Tina Turner as a you character tried to do before t- I tried to do Reba yes! as a character. You tried that to do Reba so... as a
0: character for a talent, <laughs> and so not not like not
1: verbatim. You didn't do blackface or anything. No, like no, that. no, 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 no. You were you were. Well, I tell. learned from Hurricane Summers. Hurricane Summers is actually one of my favorite Tina Turner personages because. Again, it's the mannerisms. Hurricane has those mannerisms down pat, and Hurricane is what yeah. she didn't do blackface. She just did the look, yeah, the, the hair, the, the, the costume. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah.
1: Um, and so you did. You
0: had the look, you had the hair, you had the costume, you had the mm-hmm. shoes. you mean
1: Campbell Star made that hair, honey? It was perfect. It was. Yeah. It was amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, and then you had all these, all of these skinny, twinky white backup dancers
1: (laughs) you genesis oh my gosh christopher madison and Derek.
0: for those who don't know these names they're they're just just not what you would think of as backup dancers
1: for For tina Turner.
0: (laughs) so this is like (laughs) the very white version and um and it was awful
1: i mean one of the judges wrote (laughs) you are too white (laughs) <laughs> to be there, to, trying to dance like Tina Turner.
0: It was, I mean, but the thing is, is though, like, you have to give it to you because you loved her so much. You were inspired by her so much that you wanted to do a number dedicated to her. Yeah. So I think that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> it was a fail, but... Because <laughs> you had won every other category in that pageant. And I came than, in
1: last in talent.
0: Other than talent. And I came in last and and in lost. talent. I, <laughs> lie, I got first order up. Oh my gosh. So Tina Turner... I love that. Well, I'm glad that you found Reba because she is she's a match to your whiteness. Yes. Well, um, speaking of pageants, um, let's talk about pageant talk. Okay, so um, you're you you're self-proclaimed no longer pageant queen. Like you've sold yeah. all your pageant stuff. You're like I'm done with it. But you're very successful. Like you've won everything that you could possibly win in Alabama and beyond. And I haven't beat you
1: one time. You beat me
0: in pageants.
1: One. Uh, don't, don't say pageants. Say well, pageants. <laughs> you know what I
0: mean. And then, um, so you've been very successful in that the realm of pageants. Yeah. Um, why? Why Why do you no longer
1: want to be a pageant queen? So I've always just loved to entertain. Mm. Competition was something. When you know we start, we started doing drag. There wasn't social media like it was not like We had MySpace, but. It wasn't like it is now. You didn't have Instagram, and you didn't have Drag Race on TV yet. Like you didn't have YouTube with tutorials, in. so the way to get your name out there was pageants. That's what you did, and so I was fine with it. I, I enjoyed it some aspects of it, but you know how I am. I'm a procrastinator. I don't like to prepare for things a whole. Like I'm, I like to just go on stage and perform. Yeah, you know.
0: I don't. I don't agree with that. I think that you 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 are a procrastinator. You do enjoy doing stuff if you're motivated by someone to do it. Oh yeah. No, I now I can't be motivated by someone. Like people when we've to worked on things. costumes and stuff
1: together, like you yeah. you are really like excited about it and to oh, do I mean, it. I mean I do get excited about new stuff and making and yeah. creating because I do I do get excited about making costumes. But you and are procrastinating. <laughs> but I am a procrastinator. Um but and and you know, like I've always worked a full time job too, as well, and done drag right part time. Mm-hmm. So, so what I what I learned was um pageants, I think, are are still a great avenue for for drag. I think a lot of them still need to progress and adapt because drag has changed. Yeah. Um. So I do see that you know the change of that. I don't see it happening right away. So for me, it's just like I'm tired of doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And what I found was I there were a couple of systems that I did that I really loved. Like I just loved my experience at All American Goddess. I would if I ever did something I would want to go back to that if I ever did it. But what I learned was I was never so dedicated to one system that I gave myself everything or gave my all to that. So what I learned, like, I just, I did it because it was what I had to do. Yeah. And I did well. Like, every national pageant I did, I finished in the top. Like, I was top five at um, Miss Florida. I was top uh, five at EOI. Mm -hmm. Um, Miss Glamorous. uh, Auburn Goddess second runner up at Miss Runners once, twice you know like i you you won um i won my prelim to um EOY and my prelim to All American Goddess i you won
0: you won National Apollo you've won
1: um Miss Platinum International Icon yeah um and that was one of the most amazing experiences of my career i learned so much from that from that year yeah so i mean i did have some great experiences but i learned that i was never i, ne- I didn't wasn't doing it for the right reasons i felt like mm-hmm. i felt like for me to be a perfect national title holder i needed to be 100 dedicated to that system whereas with me i just want to entertain yeah you know like that's just what i want to do i want to show up and do my job and do what i know what to do
0: well your drag mother is one of the most one of the most infamous pageant queens of all she no longer does drag at all but yeah she was a huge inspiration to so many so neek from drag race mm-hmm. is Sonique. all is mm-hmm. your drag sister yeah and um, have the same drag mother. Yeah, yeah. And, and so your drag mother's the goddess Raven mm-hmm. from Atlanta. Yep. She, she's the originator of uh, her fire act. Her fire act. Um, uh, she's she, known for those
1: humongous showgirl costumes. Mm-hmm. That's where I got that. So Raven was the first drag queen that I ever saw. And when I saw her, the first thing I saw her do was her Wonder Woman. And I was just like blown away. By her performance. And the next thing she did was she wore like a big headdress. And I was like, wow. Like that was... When I first was introduced to drag, that was what I thought drag was. Yeah. So... Well, I mean, she
0: set the bar super high. Yeah. For, for drag. Mm-hmm. And people still talk about her mm-hmm. today. Yeah. And and she hasn't done drag in like... About eight years, I think. Yeah, almost a decade. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. So... Do you think you'll ever do a passion again? Um... I'm not gonna say no. I'm not gonna say never. No, there is a possibility that I might still. I've actually, because you know, I'm I'm turning 40, and I was a late bloomer. Um, I didn't start doing until till I was 23. Yeah, and a lot of people start, you know, like right. You started at like 18, right? 18, yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, the continental elite. I've always thought about something like doing something like that.
0: An elite continental elite it, is is 40 plus. Yeah,
1: 40 and up. And yeah. I'm turning 40 next year. Yeah. And so one of our friends, Yasmin, is competing. Uh well I don't know if I'm supposed to say that but she's gonna be um hopefully she'll win it and then I always said that if she won it I would come back and do the next year
0: I'm not gonna contribute financially but I will <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm totally kidding next up let's talk about Drag Race rundown so Drag Race rundown has anything to do with Drag Race um obviously majority of the fan base for this podcast are people who have watched the show mm-hmm. um and um. You being you, when you lived in Nashville and you worked a lot, at play you were introduced to a lot of drag race girls mm-hmm. and traveling some with me, and um, you, you just you're known in the community, so you have worked with a lot of us. yeah. So, um, what have been some of your favorite drag race encounters?
1: Um, I probably two of my favorite people, uh, Bianca Del Rio and Chad Michaels. Um. I worked with her. The first time I met her, I worked with her at play. The second time she was in town again, but I wasn't working. But we um, and Aurora Sexton and I and Ro- uh, Roy <laughs> went out to dinner and got to talking and um, just a cool, cool, fun person. So likable looks so different than what you would expect from the right, stage she puts persona. On, yeah, she
0: puts on a persona. Yeah, for, th- for that is,
1: it's, said, I love how she is her character when she's her character and off stage she's not, because you know how I am. Right. I don't like to be obscenity all the time. Right. You know, I don't, I just don't want to be obscenity all the time, you know. So, um, I just, I, I admired that a lot and we really connected. Um, I actually told her about my book idea um, uh, and she was, got really, what was, what was funny to me was how excited Roy got, or Bianca got, when I was telling her about the idea, because Aurora made me tell her. Um, what is your book idea? Oh, it's about my sex life. My past <laughs> sex life. <laughs> what? Your past sex life? Well, you know, past, present, future. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I mean, so so, what, what does that mean? Like, you're going to, like, list the people you've had sex with? No,
1: I would, I would never give out names, you know, like that. I would change the names to protect the innocent. <laughs> but, um, you know... <laughs> you have a lot of stories. I have a lot of funny stories. Like, for some reason, I've had the most random things that could ever happen have happened to me. So what would the book be called? Thank you for your hospitality.
0: <laughs> okay, what why would it be called that?
1: So there's a story there. Okay. You just want to segue into the sex. Okay, so, so
0: you know what? <laughs> Fuck the drag race rundown. Let's let's move on to the the funny fun parts. Um we're going to talk about um a little bit of some some sex stories so if you're underage, this is when you need to uh, <laughs> click off now um because this is going to be really funny we have a lot of 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 stories about this but we're going to just talk about a couple okay um so this is sex talk 101 <laughs>
1: oh yeah okay so there's a story behind thank you for your hospitality you remember the Craigslist days, you know, uh, yes. before Grinder, Before Grindr. Um, I, you know, had posted an ad on Craigslist. And it was late at night. And a guy replied and he came over. He was, you know, college guy. You know, I was younger than him, too. He was college guy. Um, he was, I could tell he was probably closeted. He had definitely been drinking. Oh, God. So he was, you know, like, he was wanting to experiment. Yeah. Whatever. Well, the first thing he wanted to do when he got to the place was like, I really feel gross. Gotta take a shower he's like well, I was like, well that's so, that's good that's yeah nice girl right he was like a lot of guys like, don't, don't do that yet, you yeah you know yeah. so um so i said of course he goes, well, we'll take it will you take a shower with me so i said yeah so we took a shower we got we you know hooked up it was some one of those things you know you i don't know if you ever hooked up with a guy that was like closet or or like a straight guy when they get off they change yeah they, they immediately like it's like boom it's like oh god what have i done yeah get stressed really fast so I love that. It's so funny to me. So it gets starts really fast, and um I'm walking him out, and he literally stopped. It was so bizarre. He stopped and like extended his hand shook my hand and said, thank you for your hospitality. <laughs>
0: and, and, and that's how y'all ended that? That's how we ended it. Did you ever meet up with him again? No. Oh, he probably went straight to church.
1: Probably. <laughs> probably. Oh yeah, my he's probably God. married with, or divorced, actually, probably. Yeah, with kids, with, now.
0: with kids, yeah. Well, um, there's been so many stories. Like, you and I, because Birmingham is a small city, mm-hmm. you and I have, like, interchanged paths on many occasions with okay. different things. Um, A lot of stories to laugh about. I know you wanted to talk about uh one one story. So before I moved to this was before I moved to Florida, like right yeah. before right before? Uh
1: it was a couple of years before I think. Uh, this was after You had me. just ended a relationship. This is what it was, yeah. You had just ended a relationship.
0: And and I
1: needed to get out of where I was living. Yeah. So I moved in with you. And I had a little one-bedroom one apartment. One-bedroom
0: apartment in a hole in the wall. With a
1: comfy-ass couch, and you slept on the hardwood floor every night. Well... You said that that was more comfortable. I like... I still, to this day, was like... I love this. So, what? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what can I say? <laughs> um, you go ahead. You okay, so you're staying with me. Uh-huh. Um, little one-bedroom apartment. I was at work, I think, or something. I come home, and I try to get in my own apartment... The door unlocks, but there was a chain on the door, and it stops. Uh-huh. You yell from inside, I, can you give me just a few minutes? I have someone over. <laughs> so I had to wait in the hallway at of your my apartment, arm. At, your at my own apartment building for that. You were not even paying rent. You were just staying with me. <laughs> and I had to wait for you to finish getting fisted. <gasps> that is a lie. Okay, so... <laughs>
0: I am, first of all, a disclaimer, I am not into fisting. You are not going all out near me. But I will admit that this guy, like, during the 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 incident, mm-hmm. <laughs> the incident, um, he was a little too handsy with his fingers. And I had to stop him because he literally, I think that's what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, sir. So we didn't even, we didn't even finish doing what we were doing when you came. Cause I was like, I was actually relieved. Cause I was like, oh my God, I gotta go. But he was so hot. The guy was so hot. He was hot. He was so hot. Anyway, so to teach me a lesson, you did it to me.
1: Yeah. Right after. Like right after. And that person ended up stalking me. (laughs) You had laid it on that boy, that that little boy. I know. I used to be such a top. I what
0: happened? I, I got lazy. <laughs> a Lazy bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you and I used to have a talent show uh, at Owls when we both lived mm-hmm. in the city before we both moved called Sin and Trend Talent Search. Mm-hmm. And it was where all types of entertainers would come and enter and uh, vie for $100 that Ooh, week to mm-hmm. win the prize package. Well, there was this guy from Birmingham who we both knew. You actually knew this guy before I did um, mm. and told me that we had heard rumors rumor, very large rumors yeah
1: very large rumors about him huge rumors huge rumors about him
0: and I don't know what I think we had been drinking Well, we don't really drink often but well I, I did Yeah, I, I still
1: do sometimes but I, I did all the time I you know cause I was always stage fright terrified I had to be drunk to do drag for the, in the beginning so you hardly ever drunk but every now and then I'd get you to drink well I got you drunk that night and, and obscenity has always been really good at just persuading guys into doing whatever she wanted them to do.
0: And you had this great idea that we were going to uh, talk to this guy and get him into the bathroom to show us his talent. His And mind you, this was all consensual. The guy was very happy to do this. He oh, was, yeah. He was so into it. So we... we had him in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, this is a public bathroom at the club. (laughs) This is years ago, okay? Years ago, we were both single. Um, In the bathroom, I'm holding the door so nobody because they didn't really have good locks there. Mm -hmm. I'm holding the door so nobody comes in and you have his pants down with red glitter lips on.
1: Yeah. And then I glittered his talent.
0: (laughs) You glittered his talent? (laughs) Yeah.
1: all three. But you, you were like, you should put your mouth on it. <laughs> well, I mean, you were trying to be a little, like, coy
0: with him. I'm like, yeah. trying to like, help the situation along. <laughs> you and I, and he, all three of us, because we, we've, still, we're still, I still talk to him every time. Yeah, then, we, we see him every I, I've then. ran into him a couple of times, like, you know, it's in passing. So it's, it's just our ongoing
1: joke. Yeah. Ra- that we joke about it whenever we see him, which is funny. Um, so now, whenever I have friends, like, if I book someone here at, at Al's with me, um, if it's a friend of mine, I always, when they get to the bar, I go, I ask them, would you like the bathroom tour? And they're <laughs> like, what, what do you mean bathroom tour? I was like, I'm going to show you all the bathrooms I've had sex in in this building. Oh my God. <laughs> Which are pretty much all of them. Three out of five. Oh
0: my God. Well, <laughs> another one of my favorite sex stories that you told me about was when you used to hook up with guys in drag Mm -hmm. and you had this one guy that you met at the bar who was quote unquote straight. Mm -hmm. And he became like, kind of like a, a friends with benefits, not even friends, but like a, like a hookup. Yeah. Like a regular hookup. Like a regular hookup. And like the more you hooked up
1: with him, the less drag you wore. Uh huh. So tell the story. Oh, he, like... A, short, a shorter story. Okay. He just, like, he was just this random guy. I actually didn't meet him on the bar. I met him at the bar. on the bar. I met him at the bar. I met him... Was this another Craigslist? Online. Maybe Craigslist. Maybe. I can't remember. It might have been at MySpace or something. I don't know. But anyway um he lived down the street from me so like he would message me late at night because he knew i worked at nights and i would come home and so he would message me and so i'd come home and drag and you know freshen up and everything and we would hook up but he was so he was so hot oh my god he was so hot he was hot he was so hot but then the sex was usually really quick and everything like he his one request was that i would have fishnets on he wanted me to have fishnets and high heels on um, and that instantly turned him on. And so the sex would always be really, really quick or whatever. But the more I, the more we hooked up, the more I tested the waters and he really didn't care like how much makeup I had on or anything. So literally it got to the point where I would be in, like a wig and fishnets. Oh my God. Oh <laughs> I might my put God. some lip gloss on oh, and, you know? Uh, yeah. Didn't even you shave your face probably. But let me tell you something. He and I have, the last time we had sex was probably like 2009 or 10. He still to this day messages me. We're friends on Facebook.
0: Oh really? He still
1: he come He doesn't live in Alabama anymore, but he comes to the town for the holidays, and he tries to get with me every year. But I just don't want to get and drag, and I don't. And I know that's what he wants, yeah. And I'm just not going to do that anymore. Did but you say still that still like, to this day?
0: W- wasn't he the one that you said like rolled over the next morning and like? No, that
1: was another one. Oh, okay. I'm getting. I see. I get all your stories confused. Jimmy, tell them, I can tell, that yeah, for a tell little him bit. Yeah, so I hooked up this guy. I went the first time, and I was in drag. It was the first guy I ever had sex with in drag, and he didn't go anywhere near my private parts or anything like that. The second time, though, six months later, or so he came back, and we went home together, and he was just like all about me. Like I ended up doing things to him that you know I didn't think I would be doing to him, rather than it being done to me. Um, but when we finished, he actually just like crawled up in my bed and like curled up and was like dozing off. And I was like, um, are you spending the night? He goes, is that okay? And I said, well, I'm not going to sleep in this. And he's like, that's fine. So I went, and took a shower, got in bed. <laughs> the next morning, I don't know how, but we just woke up face to face. And we just happened to open our eyes at the same time. I open my eyes. He opens his eyes. He goes, I got to go. Like, just, <laughs> I've never, he was literally at, clothed and out of my door in less than a minute.
0: You didn't look like Ringo anymore. No. <laughs> no
1: was, he, was he woke up, and it's like, you know, I mean, I still had a little bit of hair then, and it was messy, and you know, like, my eyebrows were gone. Oh my god. Like, uh, so, I probably still had uh, glue on my lashes or whatever, but, <laughs>
0: ew.
1: Yeah, it was so funny.
0: Um, I remember you telling me, we had just finished a show, and you used to hook up with guys right after the show. And like, there's been times where, like, you didn't even have time to shower. You would take baby wipes uh-huh. and wipe down there. Uh-huh. And didn't you say that you went home with you and you and this other guy were drunk or whatever, and like he was eating your <laughs> after you had like
1: farted? Yeah, I was getting out of my car when I got to his apartment and I farted. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and so we got to this, and he would just like went right for that. That's what he wanted to do, and he was like eating <laughs> the whole time. I was like, oh my god he how could he be enjoying it like he was going to town he was drunk though yeah he was drunk he ended up passing out like we didn't even have sex he ended up passing out you know what's crazy is that i he and i worked together um right when i was coming out of the closet and we hated each other despised each other both quit the job year or two later ran into each other at the club and just started making out and oh, hooked up that was the that that hate that yeah it was <laughs> crazy
0: yeah, you farted in his mouth. <laughs> 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 oh my god! So, uh, what was the? There's got to be at least. One, okay, let's do one more story, and then we're gonna move on to the game.
1: So, um, I when we, when we we used to have that um, karaoke show that we hosted at the uh, what was it called uh, in Five Points? That oh little my show god! That we hosted. Yeah. So one night I was hosting that, and this guy was there from out of town. He was a pilot, an airplane, an airplane pilot, and it was his birthday. And he was there, straight. just drink, yeah, straight guy, just drinking or whatever. And he knew that I was a drag queen and all this other stuff. Well, it got to the end of the night and I was getting ready to leave. And he was like, well, I need a ride to my hotel. And I was like, well, I'll give you a ride. And so we're in the car and we're talking. And he's like, you know, making like. And you don't use stay the conversation. in drag. No, no, but I like you, to get out of drag. But you yeah. stayed in drag because yeah. you were like hoping. Yeah, well, and I'd only had. So all I had with me to wear was this little black cocktail dress, black fishnets, black patent leather pumps. A dark wig with burgundy highlights in it. Like, I looked like a streetwalker, mm-hmm. Like a sex worker. So, um... Not,
0: to, that's not an insult. No, no. I,
1: sex work is one of the... It's the oldest profession. I respect it. Like, mm-hmm. so much. Um, so... Um, we get to this hotel. He invites me up to his room. I ended up giving him a birthday present. Because it was his birthday. You know, like a little... It was, you know, my oral skills that I have. Uh-huh. You know? Um, so... I'm leaving the hotel, and it's b- daylight, like the light, like the sun's coming up. Oh, no. And there are this, this busload of tourists that were, like, fr- fraternity brothers. Oh, no! Like a college reunion fraternity thing from, like, like older gentlemen were letting out in the front of the hotel on this bus. And the lobby was full of people. What? And I was on all this dark drag oh, oh. and had no makeup and 5 o'clock shadow around my mouth. Oh, my God. And I had to walk through the lobby past all those people. What did they do? They were just looking. I just kept my head down and walked really fast. Oh, my but God. But I could tell, they like, I could feel their eyes and stuff on me. They you were, were like, like,
0: trying to brush the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Was the pilot that worth it? Oh, he was
1: hot. Oh, yeah. my gosh.
0: Hilarious. There's so many more stories. I want to have, like... Next time that we are around each other where we can do this again, I've got to do a part two because there's so so many more stories that we could tell. Um, We're already going on an hour, so let's, um, uh, we're going to close things out with a game. I love to to end these podcasts with a game on a fun note. Um, We're going to do one called Bone, Mary Slap. And it's it's bone if you want to have sex with them, marry if, you know, you would have a connection of some sort, and slap if you're just like, you don't like them or... There's something that makes yeah. you want to slap them,
1: and you're gonna do rude girls that I've worked and with, right? Y-
0: well, I'm gonna I'm gonna name rude girls that you have encountered or, um, yeah, been around or, or m- might know. Okay, so the first three but for bone marry, slap are Bianca, Chad, and Farah. So who would you bone? Who would you marry? Who
1: would you? Slap? Oh, oh. Um, I would marry Chad. I love Chad just cuz I just love him as a person and y'all love, both love weed. Yeah, we love. We, we, like, yeah, we bonded over mm. getting he came to Nashville one time and wasn't feeling well and one of my friends was like, "Hey, Chad is doesn't is here in town and not feeling well. Can you smoke her out or get some weed for her?" Girl, we went and smoked and just like bonded. Um so I married Chad cuz we could just, you know, bond and talk on cuz I could just talk to her forever. Um I would oh god I don't know who I would bone. You, would I'm bung- not really attracted to Pharaoh or uh, Bianca, you but would, I've heard Bianca is a freak, so we would probably get along. Uh,
0: you and Bianca, you would probably sleep with Bianca because uh, I to- I did a tour with her one time, and uh-huh. she was on the top bunk, and I was on the bottom bunk. I like and that. She was in uh, gray sweatpants. Uh huh. And jump down from, because she's a little short thing. Yeah. Jump down from her bum. I've heard she's got, she's got w- a big talent And I too. opened the curtain at the same ta- time and her talent had just like almost hit me in the face through her pants. I was like,
1: well, dear God. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I guess, and I guess I would slap Farah, but only just because I just love her so much. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's so pretty. She's so pretty, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so um, the next grouping for Bone Mary Slap is Trixie, Katya, and Adore.
1: I would bone a door. I just think a door is so hot. Um, I would slap Katya, just because I think she's hilarious. I think I don't like people when they're funnier than me. (laughs) Um, uh, I loved working with her. There's a really funny video I'll just show you with me and Katya with Aurora and Brooklyn. And um, then um, I would marry Trixie, because I just... Just adorable. I don't know. I could see myself.
0: Because y'all look kind of like... Well, we're I like people that we're can we're sing bald and play hit. instruments.
1: Yeah, and we're bald.
0: <laughs> and we're bald. Um, okay, so uh, the next one is Raja, Jocelyn Fox, and Michelle Visage.
1: I would... Bone Jocelyn... Yeah, she's cute, cute yeah little thing yeah Jocelyn's really cute and really like her per- per- personality and just really sweet uh Bon Jocelyn she'd probably
0: take it too
1: um Mary Raja again because we would just get high all the time <laughs> and she's I've, I, we, we have we had a great conversation too like she's really fun to talk to and then slap Michelle but I love Michelle so I would slap her f- because I don't know. She probably would critique me, and I wouldn't... She probably would. Yeah. She'd probably read the shit out of you. Probably. She reads the shit out of everybody, so... Uh,
0: Okay, so the last three for Bone Mary Slap is The Princess, Brooklyn Heights, and Tyra Sanchez.
1: Oh. So, The Princess and I are... We're born the same year, and our birthdays are just a couple days apart. So, we're way too similar. So, I'd have to slap her, because we're friends. Slap Princess, Bone... Tyra and she's Mary Brooklyn. Guy. Yeah. Oh, Tyra is
0: cute. Yeah. She's really cute.
1: Brooklyn and I got too close when I was living in Nashville, too, because she had just moved to Nashville. Um, and I got to hang out with her. She was neighbors with Aurora Sexton. And so Aurora and I were always hanging out. And so I had to hang out with Brooklyn and stuff, too. We were She was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, Brooklyn's also really nice. I, she's, I, she's, she's I've known her too well to like ha, even see her like that.
1: Yeah. But I would well, that's try- why I would say I would marry probably, her, because then I'll just sleep around on the I'd side. I'd probably have
0: sex with Tyra. Yeah, because she's angry, and you know that sex is good. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been fun. Right, I this love was you. Fine. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I uh, would love to do this with you in the future again. If you guys that are listening want to follow um, obscenity, go follow her at Confessing Sin. And I'll tag her on in this post whenever I post it. Um, but support her. She's a local entertainer here in Birmingham. She's known around the world as Reba. And uh, she's super hilarious and such a whore. So if you wanna send her <laughs> some nudes, she'll be happy too. Oh, so as my grandmother always said, if you don't have something nice to say, come sit by me. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, have a good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs>